0: This week, we tweak the format a little and have a really long conversation about whatever comes to mind, aka what I made Matt put on the outline. I'm Chad. And I'm Matt. And we really hope you enjoy episode 70 of our podcast. We used to talk about this at work. have not recorded an episode of our podcast for the entire month of August so far
1: and how does that make you feel
0: it feels like when you go to the gym or like have any like tasks that you regularly do and then you don't do it anymore it just feels like something's missing in my day-to-day you know like not thinking about like outline stuff you know, not reaching out, talking to guests. You know, booking guests. I, I actually should have been doing that while I was off, but um, yeah, it just feels weird to have not been on mic for so long, but still have yeah. episodes come out.
1: Right, I've been holding the fort down and things of that nature, so it's okay. I'm glad you're back because I don't like doing this by myself.
0: Um, yeah, I could I could hear your uh, uncomfortableness on um the episode you recorded last week with um Yasu and her friend.
1: Right, cuz I'm used to somebody wrangling me in and saying <laughs> this but it's up to me to do it and I'm just like, I ah, just keep talking." Just oh, no, carry wait, on. Now we got right, we got a transition from this, so no, I need somebody to wrangle this make us I need this podcast to be more structured. If it'll me, this going to be like a 4-hour podcast. We're just going to be shooting the shit all day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: This is this is Lucy Goosey with an outline. This week, uh, but no, so normally we absolutely hate it when we don't have guests, but I felt like since we haven't really recorded together in so long, uh, and we've been talking, but not really. You okay, Matt?
1: I thought this was water, but when I did it, did a little fizz like a soda, okay. so now I'm like,
0: I'm not sure what this is icy spark. I'm
1: not- I'm not sure what this is
0: now. <laughs> um for the YouTube um listeners, you know, we were doing video on, on their most. Ugh, of the it's
1: carbonated water. Why the yeah. fuck would she buy this?
0: Because you know how women mm, I'm sounding sexist now. The hot <laughs> thing right now is, you know, bubble water. Cause it's not soda. <sighs> She's trying to get you healthy, man. Ugh,
1: that's ugh. <laughs> ugh. but right, uh,
0: Normally we don't like doing episodes without you know without guests, but you know felt like we 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 have a lot of stuff to talk about since we haven't recorded together in so long. So that's what this is, just me and Matt. You know re, you know reigniting the fires. Oddly enough, it's like a, a milestone episode, episode seventy. We're not gonna like stroke our dicks this week because we stopped doing that after episode fifty. It's just randomly episode seven is where we're not going to have a guest. Maybe we'll stroke our dicks on 100 then. a oh, 100%. 100%. I already have an idea of something I want to do for that, but we'll talk off mic. All right, so we're going to uh, go over a lot of stuff, and I will put time codes on everything if you want to skip around. Um, So I want to talk about what I've been doing since I've been away. So we recorded two episodes... Um, at the end of july the um bedazzled episode and the what we do in the shadows episode and then you took a week off and you recorded the what's that movie called the fable the fable last week so um the reason we did two was because i went to lindsey's wedding and this is lindsey who was on the show for that cruella episode last year yes yeah so um How, how was that the wedding was nice uh it was it's a really cool venue like everything was in one place like um it had like three sections so like you go in there and it's like okay here's where you're gonna get married like an open area and then you keep going further into the into the building and like there's like a bar area that's kind of like a a prohibition saloon not a saloon but like a prohibition bar type situation it was kind of cool what do you mean
1: what do you mean prohibition type bar
0: so, you know, like in the 20s when they, in the U.S. outlawed alcohol? hmm So, that was prohibition. So, like, you had those, like, speakeasies where you had to put in, the like, say, the secret code to get into the secret bar. Oh, okay. Okay, I got you. So, it had that kind of vibe. And then you keep going even further in the back, and then that's, like, where the reception is. But, um... Yeah, it was a it was a nice wedding. Uh funny enough, like I walk into the area and uh there's an older guy like, you know, pacing around and apparently it was it was Lindsey's dad. He was a really nice guy and he walked up to me and he's like, "I'm going to assume you work with Lindsey." And I was like, "I wonder why you assume, sir?" <laughs> <laughs> Cuz I don't see your kind around here a lot. <laughs> uh, uh... but uh we had a nice conversation he was a nice guy and then i met his her mom later on in the evening and it was the exact same conversation about (laughs) yeah but no they were nice and then um the uh, other woman on that episode um sarah she was at the wedding so i hung out with her and her husband it was a nice time catching up with sarah we gotta have them back um sarah told me some stories about what's going on in her life and i'm like I think Matt would want to hear these stories. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, you, you, what's the, What's the
1: thing from uh, Jago? You had my curiosity, and now, uh,
0: no, you had my attention. Now you have my curiosity. My no, curiosity. no, yeah, you're right. You're cu- yeah, it was uh, curiosity and attention. Yeah, yeah, you had my curiosity. Now you have my attention. <laughs> yeah. But no, that was all good. But then, um, last week I ended up taking a <laughs> road trip with. <laughs> seven-timer Rachel of the show. And what?
1: Oh, no, it looked like you wanted me to say
0: something. <laughs> oh, no, I thought you were about to say something. Like, the way... Oh, no. <laughs> you, okay. Um, so, that was cool. But, you know, I go to our house to pick her up so I drove. And, you know, knock on the door. And she's like, oh, hey, you know, um, let me just get myself and we can roll out. I'm like, okay, bet. And I'm like, "Um, why do you have, like, three bags for an overnight trip and i'm like (laughs) she's got her luggage she had like a her purse which is like really big it's like a book bag like one of those one of those purses that you know women put on their backs and then Mm -hmm. she had an actual book bag and then she's like oh that's my carry-on and then she had the bag of snacks the bag of snacks is fine but then i'm like a carry-on for the car right and I'm like, and I was like, "What is in that bag?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, I brought my needlepoint, a couple books, crossword puzzle." I'm like, "You're gonna be sitting right next to me. Like, why won't you talk to me? Like, what is happening right now?"
1: And what is it like? A uh, six hour? How far drive is it? It was like
0: less than five hours, between four and five hours. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, "What the fuck, Rachel?" So I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know Rachel was high maintenance. So interesting. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, What well, you thought I was about to talk to you do this whole time? <laughs> Fuck you think this is? Right. It was a nice drive. We had some good conversation, you know. Um, had some good conversation about music, um, which we don't really talk a lot about. Um, we talk a lot about like movies and stuff, but not music really. So that was nice.
1: i, I figure that's I mean, I think that's a surprise since. Uh, You guys really enjoy musicals. So I figured I would have transitioned to talking about music.
0: Well, musicals are different than like, oh, yeah, let me listen to this new Beyonce, you know. Well, I meant like, for example, if you go to like,
1: I don't know, I've never been to a musical. Like versus like if you go to like a Wicked hip hop or some, something like that where they're doing something, you'd be like, oh, I like that. Kind of reminds me of and then y'all go that way or whatever.
0: I mean, i was like, okay, so yes, uh, we, the reason why we took a road trip is because we saw uh, the devil Wears proud of the musical, but like uh, the thing with musicals is that, um, you know, that expression, like the snake eating his tail, uh-huh. a lot of Broadway musicals just recycle like musical beats from other musicals. So it's like very oh, incestuous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But no, so, like, if you recall, like, a couple of weeks ago, we saw Legally Blonde, the musical, and I said uh-huh. that the lead was Black, and I was like, I didn't look at all into the musical, so I was super surprised, and so, um, I don't remember the characters' names, so I'm just gonna name them by what they're called in the, by the actress that played them in the movie, but uh-huh. Anne Hathaway was a Black woman in the musical, and I was like, what is happening here, and then, um, um, What's John Krasinski's wife's name? The uh the rival in Devil Wears Prada? Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt was an Asian woman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But no, man, okay. it was okay. it was really good. Like the music is so good. Like we were trying to find like the soundtrack. Um, but it's not out yet. So basically, with Broadway musicals, you don't always just, you know, you got a new musical and then it just drops on Broadway in New York. That's not how that works. What they'll do is they will um do preview shows in, like, Chicago or L.A., sometimes St. Louis because, you know, Karate Kid, the musical, apparently, Um, London. They'll, they'll They'll do preview shows somewhere else, and, like, they'll tweak it based on, like, the feedback they get from critics before it goes to Broadway, and a lot of the okay. times they, like, change the cast and stuff. So I really hope so- that cast goes to Broadway. So like uh for movies like you know uh pre screenings and things like that yeah pretty yeah.
1: much or uh, test test screenings yes real. sorry yeah yes
0: so like when it hits Broadway there could be like new songs or they could have removed some songs <clears throat> okay but no it was really good like uh as someone that's never seen the movie I I was just like on the edge of my seat because I was like. All right, so wait, did
1: we we never had this conversation? Like you never seen Devil the Devilhood
0: Product? We've had the conversation off mic. Oh, uh, I love that movie. I I know you I know you like it. Like uh <laughs> to, to to loosely talk about this. So you know, at the end when they're at that um uh it was it's Meryl Streep. Yeah. When Meryl Streep is uh reading that speech and she knows that some there's gonna be some shakeups at the company. Mm-hmm. I was on the edge of my seat, like, oh my god! Like it, I thought that Meryl Streep was gonna was going to um, to uh, transition herself out of the company, mm-hmm. but that's not necessarily what happened. And I was, I was, I, I audibly gasped when she, was, <laughs> when she did. <laughs> nah, it was a, it was a really good show. Mm-hmm. Okay, one of these days I'm gonna go see a musical you should and whatever you give me advanced notice that you are not going to be on the show we will be doing a musical that week thank you thank you for not doing it while I'm here I just need you to actually give me advanced notice because usually you'll tell me like two hours beforehand hey man I can't do it I'm like I okay okay man.
1: All right, don't worry I, I, give, I give you a good good day to know good 24 hours
0: oh thanks man thanks <laughs> uh also i read a book it's called i'm glad my mom died by jeanette mccurdy do you know who that person is
1: i did not know until a couple weeks ago and i realized during this when i was looking this up was that this era of disney and stuff mm-hmm. i have no recollection of any of this stuff the i Carly's, all that stuff um I don't know where I was at during this time, but I've seen none of this stuff. But so I'm, I'm vaguely familiar that she was an actress on one of those shows.
0: Yeah. She was on iCarly on Nickelodeon. Now the only, like I've never really, I was, ai have seen episodes of iCarly only because of Miranda Cosgrove. And she was Carly, you know, she was in school of rock and other stuff. So like I was loose. You've seen school of rock.
1: They singing in that. You know how to see that. <laughs> okay, okay,
0: okay, It's not like it's a musical musical, although they turned it into a musical, and musical musicals good. But uh, I've seen bits of
1: pieces of it, but I've never seen the whole thing.
0: But now, so I was aware of who she was, and so like I've seen episodes of the show. But um, Jeanette McCurdy, she plays Sam on the show, and um, I mean, I, we don't get the 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 amount of listeners to where you know where we could be sued for like slander and whatnot but um i'm still gonna say allegedly the creator of iCarly is the same person that made like the show victorious and then like um do you remember uh, britney spears she has a sister jamie uh, yes do you remember what the name of that show was that she was on
1: i did i did not know she had a show until a couple weeks ago when i first heard about this book but yes, I've I've learned about uh this alleged predator.
0: Hey, yeah, I was I was building to that. Um, let's see, she was on a show called Zoe One on One. Uh, but the uh creator, he was uh he was an executive producer on all that, Keenan and Kale, the Amanda Show, Drake and Josh. Uh, because I've seen him on those shows before. Yes, he... Like, on he, screen. Yes, he, he inserts himself on those... On his on his. I remember, shows.
1: like, maybe he was on Keenan Kale, inside side of the grocery store, doing something. Yeah. But, yeah, I've seen him as an actor before.
0: Yes. Yes, you have. So, I'm gonna say this is a rumor. Allegedly, or rumor has it, you know, to reference that Umbrella Academy, or I heard a rumor okay. that... Um... The creator of Zoe 101, the show that um, Britney Spears' sister is on, that he is actually the father of her child. If you recall, it was a whole scandal. She was like 14 or 15 when she got pregnant, Jamie Lynn Spears. This
1: is new to me. But keep going.
0: She, she's a teen mom. Allegedly, the rumor is that he is the father because he allegedly he is a sexual predator. Mm. Uh. so there's like a lot of like compilations on youtube of like um as the kids would have said a year and a half ago of, of out-of-pocket scenes from his various shows where it's just like oh yeah here's some foot fetish stuff or here's some teen girls in some bikinis for no reason like things of that nature Mm. Mm-hmm. So, what do you mean? Do you, what's the time frame when these when these shows were on TV? The two thousands, like, like so, in and like, yeah, his whole things was like early two thousands to like the mid two thousands, mid two thousand teens. Okay, so I I think
1: that's probably why I yeah. don't know these shows because I. Yeah, you were to older. In the Navy. I, well, yeah, because 2004 is when I joined
0: the Navy. So anything after that. You were in high school. Yeah, when, I don't know. When, yeah, yeah. And I was, yeah, okay. Yeah. So um, circling back, so she wrote a memoir about her life up to this point. And the way that is being promoted is that it's about to be a tell-all about the stuff that happened to her at Nickelodeon. Like one juicy blurb that came out before the movie, the book came out was that um, when she was finally done with her Nickelodeon stuff, Nickelodeon offered her a three hundred thousand dollar bonus as long as she signed a a non disclosure document. Nda. Okay. Yeah, so that she would not talk about her time at Nickelodeon, and she she said she refused to. So people was like, oh shit. What was they silencing you about? And so reading the book, it's a light read. Um, She most, like, the book is like 97% about her mother, about how, like, abusive she was. Like, it sounded like her mother was bipolar and how manip- manipulative her mother was. Mm -hmm. And, like, how, like, she pushed her into, like, acting when she really didn't want to. She pushed her into having an eating disorder you know, very bad things. But it didn't really talk. It it mentioned the creator of the show, like, maybe four times. But she just mentioned some stuff where it's, like, he made me feel slightly uncomfortable. Like, we're at dinner and, like, he said some, like, off-kilter things. Or like we're on set and like he's like yelling at me, or he's yelling at all of us. But mm-hmm. nothing beyond that. And it just felt like she was holding back about her time at Nickelodeon. To me. To me. I and I just want to be very clear. I am not minimizing the things that happened to this woman. I'm just saying that um she didn't really go into a topic that I that I thought from the way that the that the she's promoting the book that she would go into, which is the her time at Nickelodeon. Do you, do you think so just because she doesn't
1: want to talk about it or uh, it might be a book number two?
0: Either that's going to be a book number two or she actually did take the money. Oh, uh, oh, so it wasn't confirmed yes or no, she actually did. She So in the book, she said that they offered her that money and she was like, fuck that. And then, like, th- it was a really short chapter in the book. And then she was like, but thinking about, after I got off the phone call, you know, that's more money, like, than they, you know, than I made. Uh, so, you know, she was on iCarly for, like, five years, I think, five, six years, and then she did one season of a spinoff with Ariana Grande. And mm-hmm. so she was like, that $300,000 is more than I've made on this one season of this show. Mm. And then the chapter ends. Oh, so cliff! It was a cliffhanger. So it's like, did she do it or not? Right, right, right. She, she may have, <laughs> but uh, she did not um, hold back in her disdain for Ariana Grande, though. Oh, really? Give me, give me the uh,
1: spill the tea, as the kids say.
0: <laughs> so um, she did that. Sp- so basically, at the end of season one of iCarly. The creator of the show had had dinner with her or lunch with her and her mom. And he said, your your character is testing really well. I want to give you a spinoff, but I'm not going to give you a spinoff right now. Cause like I Carly's, you know, the hot shit right now. And we don't want to remove you from that show. So when I Carly is done, I will give you a spinoff. Five years later, he gave her a spinoff, but she had to share it with a character from another show. Mm. and so when they were filming the show is when Ariana Grande was starting to like blow up with her music Mm -hmm. and so there are days where like shooting would just be like they'd just be waiting around for Ariana to get there or like she would just not show up to work and they weren't worth reminding her but like there's like she's talking about how like she had to give up like movies because they wouldn't let her not be on iCarly Mm. So there's some real bad blood between. You. Well, I'm mean, I, I can't speak for how Ariana Grande feels, but Jeanette McCurdy does not care for Ariana Grande. That
1: makes sense. I can see that.
0: Yeah. I can see why. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh pushing along, we got one news item. Um, so have you been hearing about this HBO um and Discovery merger? Yes. What have you heard?
1: That they merged. And normally when things merge, people new people in charge, things change, stuff like that. So you know, I'm into wrestling and um AW's on TNT and sure. TBS. So and from the stuff that I read was they are trying to get rid of, I guess what they said, scripted um shows and stuff like that. But And it was talked about maybe A.W. might leave or they might get rid of them. But I guess they consider A.W. to be sports, wrestling to be sports. So it looks like they're on uh, the good end of the stick. But, yeah, that's what I know.
0: Yeah. So they're trying to run. um, Well, I guess I shouldn't say HBO. Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers owns HBO. But the people from Discovery are trying to run uh, Warners closer to how they run Discovery, where they have like a lot of cheap content like, you know, um, uh, Property Brothers and, you know, um, the one where you go to like the three houses and decide which one you want to buy.
1: Oh, yeah, that would where it'd be like a guy. He's a painter and the wife is uh, a <laughs> Etsy their their house is five million dollars
0: <laughs> right 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 you know where those shows like cost like next to nothing to produce mm-hmm. and so like uh, a few w- weeks ago the internet was like losing its mind because you know the previous regime they greenlit a bat girl movie and they spent 90 million dollars on it and it's just supposed to be for hbo max and the new people they were like okay cool that movie's almost done like they're done recording it, like filming it. They just need to do like the effects and stuff. They're like, "Bet we will never release that. That's gonna be a tax write off." Um, they had like a sequel to Scoop that came out like a few years ago. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they're like almost done with the animation. That shit's not coming out. Tax write off. So, um, with the
1: Batgirl thing, I understand. Um, tax write off. But what is the per? What is the benefit for them? Like, why wouldn't you just release this?
0: This is already done, or majority done. So what they're claiming is that um, they made it for streaming. So it looks like a streaming movie. It looks cheap, and mm-hmm. really, I I don't. I feel like we talked about this when um maybe when jared and kevin were on but it's like what money are you making from streaming right like Uh the people they pay their you know their ten dollars a month or whatever and you're producing all this content exclusively for the streaming service like it won't go into a theater it won't get theater money like you aren't gonna put it like you aren't gonna like um You know how, like, back in the day before everybody had their own streaming services, Netflix gave studios X amount of money to put content on Netflix. Uh But if you own this content and you made it for your streaming service, you're not nobody's giving you money to put it on the streaming service on your own streaming service. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. So they're like what are we going to do with this? And it's not like we can just release it. You still have to promote it. And so like, you're just going to spend several million more dollars promoting it also. Right. Right. And so they're like, we're just going to cut our losses. I'm not saying I agree or disagree with this. I'm just stating what happened. Yeah.
1: Um. And I'm in the same boat. I'm not really a DC person. I don't care less, but it's just one of those things. So I'm just like if for example if Marvel was like, yeah, we made this Black Panther 2 and nah, we ain't going to release it. I and mean, like, not nah, fuck that.
0: I mean, well well that's <laughs> using that example specifically though. I mean, if they said that before they released that trailer, we would understand with the things well, yeah, that it, have it happened. Have
1: but- happened. Right. It was certain situations, yeah. I can see why, but I wouldn't like it though.
0: Okay. Okay, <laughs> but um. So also, this is spilling over into um the HBO Max app, where like certain shows, they are just like with no announcement, like shows that like shows and movies that HBO owns, they just well Warner Brothers owns, they just removed it from the app. Didn't say anything to anybody. Just one day, you click on it and it's just not there. Um. So just to name a few things, uh, there's an animated show called Close Enough from the people that brought you, I think it was Regular Show. Um, Infinity Trains, another one that's a pretty popular animated show. Uh, Charm City Kings, that's a movie produced by uh, Will and G- Will Smith and Jada Pickett-Smith um, about, it's, it's set in Baltimore, like, Biker Guys. Uh, just like a lot of movies and shows that, like, seem pretty decent, but they just removed them without saying anything.
1: So are they not going to release those? It's just
0: I mean they're they're already released. My personal guess is that they're gonna probably try and see if they can like loan them to other streaming services. That's my guess. Okay. To make money. That's my guess, but I don't know. Alright, that could work. So then they'll get at least a yeah, little something, something, yeah. Right. But like my question is um well my, my statement is it's like, I don't know, like I'm sure you've seen those memes where, like, it's like 2005, you're you're your pirating content, and then like in 2010, you got Netflix, so you put your pirate hat on, and now like in 2020, there's like 80,000 streaming services, so you pick your pirate hat back on, right? And so like you know, I have HBO Max, and it's just like I like the idea of having all this content. I may not watch it, but I could watch it. You know, it's at my fingertips. But now I feel like. I should pirate this content because it's like, where is it? If y'all just want right. to remove it. Correct. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, have you been playing any games? Yes, I was um uh, playing
1: Fortnite. Sometimes I jump on Fortnite because my son wants to play with me and things, so um, uh... Like, every season or so, not every season, but uh, every so often, every couple months, they release new skins with new characters and stuff like that. Like, Ariana Grande was a skin. Marvel what? was a
0: skin. Ariana yeah. Grande running around with a gun.
1: Yep. Uh, like, different, <laughs> uh, many things from, like, real people, characters, you know, Doctor Strange. Last month was Indiana Jones, Darth Vader. But this season... They had Dragon Ball Z characters, Goku and things like that, right? Okay. So, you ever watch Dragon Ball Z? I've seen
0: episodes of that as well as Dragon Ball. So, I've never seen none of that stuff. That's um, very surprising I'm... to me. Why is that? You were into anime. Three years ago. Before that, I wasn't oh, on anime. right, right, right. I forgot. Right.
1: I didn't start being anime until uh, I got to Japan. I was on some that's some nerd shit, and I'm above that. I'm part of the cool kids, and I didn't watch that. I was at the sports and basketball, but yeah. So uh, yeah, they have Goku on there. You know, everybody's talking about that and stuff. So I was like, let me check out this Dragon Ball stuff. So I started watching uh, Dragon Ball to catch up on it, and so I can learn, you know, the story arcs and things like that. But okay. on video game, I've been playing lately is uh. Just Fortnite.
0: And so you just went in the battle royale or whatever the fuck you do in that game?
1: Well, yeah, it's come, kind of, you know, well, it's called Battle Royale, but yeah, it's just you go in there, you have a hundred or ninety nine other people, and you let the killing begin.
0: <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but of course, is... you know,
1: you gotta have those V Bucks, and every day my son is asking for more B bucks because you need that to buy the new skins and stuff. But you know. I get it. They they know what they are doing over there. You can't be wearing these. You can't be wearing um
0: uh the default
1: costume. Well, I'm trying I think of something in real life. Remember back in the day. Oh no, you might have been you're younger than me. So remember back in the day in the early in the mid 90s to late 90s. Late 90s, you used to have your name on your belt buckle.
0: Kind of, yeah.
1: Okay, so or remember like Jabot <clears throat> jeans. Yes. So it's kind of like that. It's like when the new stuff come out, you got to upgrade. You can't be wearing the same old stuff of uh, back in the day and stuff. So I get it. I get it.
0: Okay. What uh, games have you been playing? So I played Kirby in the Forgotten Land. It's a library, dank, a library game. And uh, that's the new Kirby. I thought I was getting the new Kirby a couple of months ago, but I finally got it. So I didn't care for it. Uh, I played it a couple levels and it just felt like a game for much younger children. Like, it felt too easy. Like, mm-hmm. too hand-holdy, you know? hmm So, you know, I really Didn't...
1: wouldn't... Hmm? No, I'm saying, they ain't got nothing where you can change the difficulty. Oh, wait. Not, this Nintendo. No, no, not do that. No, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: and then also, I played um, the Mario Kart DLC. Um, there's a second... Um, the second DLC pack came out, and... Mm-hmm. It that has um New York Minute from Mario Tour, Mario Circuit Three from Super Nintendo Mario Kart, Calamari Desert from Nintendo sixty four. That's the one with the train in the desert. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Waluigi Pinball, which I uh, that's from the DS. I've never I've never seen that level before. It is so cool. Like you are inside a pinball machine. Oh really? Oh wow! It is really cool. Um, Sydney Sprint, that's from Mario Kart Tour, Snowland from Game Boy Advance, Mushroom Gorge from the Wii, and Sky High Sunday, which is an original level. And oh, wow, pretty- so you get a lot, yeah, they're pretty good. Uh, how much is wave. it? It's so it is, um, it's gonna be like 60 something maps, and it's like 20, like you have to buy like the whole pack, so mm-hmm. it's like 25 bucks. Okay. But That's like they bad. released like eight maps at a time, and they said they're gonna have all. I think it's sixty four new maps by the end of next year. Okay, but yeah. So um, I watched. Uh, we both watched a lot of TV these last couple weeks. Um, I watched Paper Girls on Prime. Um, it's based off a comic book, and um, on the show, it's four girls that are paper girls. Like you know, they deliver newspapers in like the nineteen eighties. And I wouldn't say hijinks ensued because, like, the inciting incident is crazy. Not 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 ridiculous crazy. Like, what the fuck is happening? And then, like, there's another inciting incident where you're like, oh, this shit's bad. But they ended up in the future, like, in, like, 2020 or 2017, some shit like that. And so, like, the show is partially trying to get back to the correct time. But also, they run into, like, certain certain ones of the, of the four girls run into their future selves. And mm-hmm. so, like, they have to reconcile, like, you know, when you're a kid, you think your life is going to be this, but it rarely turns out to, to be that. And so they kind of have to reconcile, like, where things went wrong. Okay. It's really good. Um, I really hope it gets picked up for a second season. It has a decent cliffhanger okay and that's Uh, on prime right yes and then um i watched what we do in the shadows seasons one and two as well as like the first two episodes of season three um the show is really funny like i said last time i was on um and also like the the guests that just randomly appear in the episodes like that's what makes the show like hayley Joel osman was in an episode like playing a fucking asshole (laughs) <laughs> are they playing as themselves or as a character so some people will loosely play themselves like when i mentioned wesley snipes he, he's uh, sort of playing wesley snipes but also sort of playing blade uh,
1: so it's okay. kind of a hybrid
0: <laughs> but um i wasn't feeling season three too much because like they filmed that during the pandemic and the first mm-hmm. two seasons came out before it so like you could tell like they had to switch some things up like there aren't as many like additional characters at least on those first two first two episodes because you know oh. copia regulations mm-hmm. right right and so like the flow of the show felt a little off so yeah maybe i'll pick it up maybe i won't i don't know um i watched i am groot on disney plus um there's five short films they're like maybe five minutes each and just groot no, has a little it's, adventures
1: it's- it's less than five minutes each. Oh, uh,
0: they are. <laughs> I didn't yeah, yeah. It. Like,
1: oh yeah. Like I watched it. Like me and my wife watched it. Now, my wife is not into like that, but my wife loved, loved, loved every single episode. Like she laughed at it. Like this was right up her alley. If they made a whole uh baby group movie, my wife would be their opening day. She loved everything about these little these five episodes.
0: Okay and what'd you think of it?
1: I enjoyed it too, yes uh, they're real short, sweet you know, little comedy things um, I, I, I really enjoyed, I forgot episode the episode where um uh, he meets the little people the little blue people
0: oh um, yeah, and he like, yeah, he thinks he murders the whole tribe
1: <laughs> right, 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 I, I really like that episode
0: I like the one where he meets his water self and he like oh, sends him it, out it, the it, airlock it, it, yeah, they they
1: dance and it, yeah, yeah. If you if you haven't if you got Disney Plus, you want to check it out definitely. You can watch all five and listen in ten minutes.
0: Yeah, it's it's a good little show. It's fun. I'm gonna That's see right. if my daughter will watch it. She probably won't, but I'm gonna see if she'll right. sit down and watch it. Um, I saw I finally finished the after party on Apple TV Plus. Um, I made this a link on the outline because like it's a good. Sh- it's it's like a, one of those like detective who done, not It's a comedy. But, like, um, so it's like a 15-year class reunion. And, you know, there's an after party at somebody's house that's currently, that's now famous, and he gets murdered. And so the show, each episode of the, I'm going to tell you who was in the cast in a second. So, or or do you think someone's in your house?
1: No, 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 keep going. I just didn't uh, see that on Apple TV.
0: Okay. But keep going. Uh, Each episode is from someone else's perspective talking to the police about what happened that night Mm and uh, I feel like the biggest star of the show is Tiffany Haddish but um, you've got Sam Richardson who we've seen him in a few things Um, Ike Barinholtz, Ben Schultz he's um, the voice of Sonic and also he was the voice of uh, either Chip or Dale in Rescue Rangers Um, Alana Glazer (laughs) our boy Dave Franco Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a funny show. And like the, um, when you find out who actually did it, it's, it's kind of crazy. It's, it's wild. And it's not one of those situations where it's like, we did all this and like the, the, the death was an accident. No, somebody goes to jail at the end.
1: Oh, okay. Uh,
0: good show. Um, I binged the last three, the last three days. I binged Severance also on Apple TV plus. And all I'm gonna say is, if you haven't seen this show, watch this show. It's it is amazing. Uh, Severus is essentially um, uh, this is a world in which they put a chip in your brain, and when you go to work, the chip turns on, and you have no recollection recollection of your life outside of work. And you work, and you do your thing, and when you leave work, the chip you know switches off. And you have no idea what happened at work. And you just live your life. And um, it's a very interesting and twisty show. And it's just like you follow a character who's like, I don't want to be here. I don't like this. And she does all these things to make her outside self quit the job. But her outself, outside self refuses and she doesn't understand why. Um, It's really good. Uh, I, I know that you're a couple episodes into it, Matt. Yes, keep pushing. Is this something you're watching with your wife or by yourself? By myself. Keep pushing, Matt. So, uh, would you do it? No. Um. So, um, one a character is watching the news, and they talk about how um. A woman that did the severance um, operation is suing her employer because her work self had uh, got pregnant at work and she has no idea who the father is. And it's just like there's too many things like going on, like like they aren't telling you what you're doing at work. Right. And so like my thing is like, what if you have like an actual complaint about work? you can't report that to anybody or you can report it, but like, it's just going to be internal. Like there's no external mechanisms. Like how do promotions work? Like bonus incentives, like you're going off the honor system of your employer to do right by you for what you did during work, but they don't have to tell you what you've been doing in work, at work. Right. So that's why I wouldn't do it. Because I don't want to be taken advantage of.
1: Right. Because I always thought, no, I wouldn't do it. But then, like, you know, sometimes, like, work, you be busy, or you have a project, and then, like, at night, I'd be trying to sleep, and I'm, like, I'm thinking about work stuff. And I'm, like, why the fuck am I thinking about work at home? And then I was, like, I wish I didn't have to think about work at home. <laughs> right. But on the flip side of that, there are some times where I'd be, like, ah, I come up with a good idea for work at home. So, but, no, I wouldn't do it. Because yeah. they got me doing some illegal stuff in there and I'm just like, do-do-do-do-do as soon as I get out. I'll be like, oh, I'm doing some good things out here.
0: <laughs> I'm doing the lords work. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, And then we both watched She-Hulk, right? Yes. Um, I am going to share my thoughts first. I didn't care for this first episode. Now, the reason why I said I didn't care for it is because It's more of, like, a setup. Like, we are, like, this is to introduce anybody that's not familiar with She-Hulk. Here's, like, her origins and all this. And, like, let's prep you for the show when I just want to watch a fun, wacky lawyer show. And there wasn't really any of that. I feel like we're going to get it going forward. But, like, the majority of the episode, she was not in a a law court setting. It was just, Uh like, a training episode. Okay. So that's why I didn't care for it.
1: I enjoyed it for what it was. I don't, my only criticism, I know it's only one episode, kind of felt like they moved too fast on the, her becoming She-Hulk. I guess I'm used to that being a long process in these types of movies and TV shows of them doing stuff. It was kind of like, all right, this is this person. This is what happens to them blah, blah, blah. She's this, and now she's dead, and now we're about to go on from here. So now, as I say that I felt like they kind of pushed everything in here, this might be a good thing, because like you said, maybe for the rest of these uh, episodes, we're about to hit the ground running now. We got that out the way. We don't have to which one of the problems of like I didn't uh, care for was Miss Marvel was the long drawn out thing. So maybe this is going to be a blessing in disguise, and now We can hit the ground running going forward because we got all that training how to happen yeah Yeah, we got all that out the way so i'm just gonna take this as a wait and see i thought it was okay and we just see how it's going forward so um i've been watching loot um have you heard
0: of loot yeah another show with adam scott
1: yes and um they got Um, Maya Maya rudolph on there and um my boy i want
0: I think every episode, I'm just gonna say his name. Oh, more stuff. yes, Ron Ron Funches. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I, also, also, we we need to start Harley Quinn season three.
1: Oh, yes, 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 we do. Yes. So every episode, I need to. I'm gonna say Ron Funches because I need him and more things. I need him in my life. Uh, but yeah, it's basically Maya Rudolph plays a character where, um, she's married to a multi-billionaire. He cheats on her. Adam Adam Scott. Yeah, Adam Scott, and then now they. He was a um, a tech billionaire, so they didn't have a prenup. So she got half his billion. So she's like the third richest woman in the world. Oh, and... this
0: is Jeff Bezos.
1: Yes, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Because, yes, yeah, because then she, like, you know, first weekend she's traveling the world, uh, partying, doing whatever as a billionaire. But then, like, she, things happen. And then she's like, uh, hey, she used to call from her charity. And she was like, hey, we'd like to come down. And she's like, I have a charity? So then she goes down to her charity, and then she does things to, uh, you know, help promote it and stuff. And one of the funny scenes is, and this is where they tricked me on this one. Okay, so, like, last week, I saw a clip on the internet of Maya Rudolph on Hot Ones, right? Oh, okay. So she's, like, it's real hot, and she's cursing and everything. I'm like, Maya Rudolph, wild. Wow. But then I watched this. This is on the show. So that wasn't real. That was on the oh, show. Oh, fuck <laughs> you. So yeah, so then like her character on the show goes to hot ones and all that stuff. I thought was the real Maya Rudolph was no, was it was part of the show. But no, I really like I really like it. It's great. You uh, finish it, my oh yeah, I finished it. Okay. Um, and also Ron Funches, uh, being more stuff. I love your voice. <laughs> <laughs> you know he has a podcast, right? Oh really? Mm-hmm. Nah, i don't want to watch it i need i need i need visual visual too to go with that voice <laughs> <laughs> switching a little bit to uh midnight diners um now i'm not sure just like i'm not exactly sure if for last week's episode the fable if that's going to be on i don't know if that's on american netflix or anything
0: mm, okay. uh, uh, but for, for all you ch- people can't, i'll check i'll check now where you're talking
1: uh, yeah, if not, use your VPN. But also they have on Japanese Netflix called Midnight Diners. And it's basically about a diner in Tokyo that opens up from midnight to 7 a.m. And it's just simple stories. I think it's like it's two seasons, about maybe like nine or ten episodes each. But it's just random light story. Not light, I shouldn't say light. Random stories of different customers coming in and things happen. So like, it's like a so,
0: reality show?
1: No, it's not a reality show. It's a scripted show. Um, but it's just like one episode was, uh, two girls come in, they want to be, uh, voice actors for, you know, anime and things. So then they meet somebody else, they eat the food and they go about their lives. And it's always some kind of connection to the diner and the food that they ate. For so it's each like, episode.
0: so it's like an anthology type situation where it's like, but it's like centered around the, this diner. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So things Uh, have,
1: they meet in the diner for food and then it circles, the circles are on the diner, all the different stories that happens.
0: Both shows are on American Netflix. And uh, apparently there's another show called Midnight Diner Tokyo Stories, which is newer. I'm guessing this is a spinoff.
1: Okay. I haven't seen that one yet.
0: It's got, two seasons. Midnight Diners has three seasons. And it has uh, two The Fable movies on here. So there must be a sequel.
1: Yes, I've seen both of those. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then the other thing I watched on Netflix, have you heard of Keep Breathing? No. Alright, Keep Breathing is basically a, um, this woman and this guy they uh, and two guys they get on a plane, it crashes in the middle of the Canadian Wilderness. And then the woman might has to survive to stay alive. And um, Melissa Barrera, she, uh, in my mind, I in my mind, um, she acted her ass off in this. I I really enjoyed her in this. Now, with that being said, her character Liv hated the character Liv. <laughs> uh, I kind of wanted her to die in the in the wilderness. Oh, spoiler. Why Why did she annoy you? I don't want to get into detail just for people who watch it, but I, her character I did not care for at all. But the actress, uh, and it's a short. I think it's like eight episodes, maybe nine. It's not that long, but it's real good. It's six episodes. Oh, even better. Yeah, it's short and sweet to the punch. So, And the last thing is, like I told you guys earlier, I started playing Fortnite, and they got the new Dragon Ball uh, Dragon Ball Z Goku characters. So I was like, I've never seen Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z. So I was like, let me go back and watch it. So then, just like I did with Star Wars, I looked up, what is the correct order to watch <laughs> Dragon Ball-led? So they, they were like, oh, you got to start with Dragon Ball, which I did not know there was a Dragon Ball. I thought it started with Dragon Ball Z, okay. but apparently it starts at Dragon Ball. So I'm on my Dragon Ball journey. Now you said you've seen some of the Dragon Ball?
0: I've seen a few episodes of Dragon Ball and a few episodes of Dragon Ball Z, but not enough to where I can have an actual conversation with you.
1: Okay. Well, yeah, I'm um it's 100 and either 37 or 187 episodes of Dragon Ball. And um uh, so uh I'm only on episode 20, but the you know how the Star Wars thing, they show you should watch it this one and this one. So the one I found said, watch the first 13 episodes of Dragon Ball, then watch the first movie. Mm
0: -hmm. So I was like,
1: okay, Mm -hmm. I watched the first 13 episodes, then I watched the movie, the first movie that came out.
0: Right.
1: This fucking movie was the same thing as...
0: The first 13 episodes.
1: yeah, they took the first 13 episodes and like basically shrunk it into a hour long movie. What they added, they sprinkled a little bit of different stuff in there. Like so the main just, villain was so different. Just,
0: just watch the first movie.
1: <laughs> right, just watch the first movie. It was well no, you get more information through the the first 13 episodes, yeah, but yeah. I shouldn't have watched the fucking movie. So, I'm not going I'm not going off that list no more. I'm just going to watch all of Dragon Ball.
0: You need so to that get, on, get on Reddit. Too. Listen to what Reddit tells you to do. <laughs> right.
1: Now I know of this character, but apparently Vegeta's black now. Or not Vegeta, not Vegeta. The uh, there's a character on drug mm, some character now. Some character is black now where everybody's like uh, photoshopping like Tim's and a New York cap on his head or something. So <laughs> I don't know who this character is now, but uh, once I get there, I'm gonna be like, oh, that was a reference. So
0: uh, yes, very I- dead I'm intrigued ass. for that.
1: Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> no cap.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're old. <laughs> uh, so transition into movies. Uh, have you have you heard of the Secret of Nim? I have not. So it's a Don Bluth movie from the eighties. Uh, Don Bluth. He brought us uh, Anastasia in the nineties, The Land Before Time, uh, All Dogs Go to Heaven, Titan A.E. Ooh. Oh, he got uh, some
1: classics underneath this belt.
0: Yeah, we can. I have opinions about him as a person just because of my feelings about Disney. But um basically after uh just to quickly get into it um after Walt Disney died like that is you know, the so, so animated movies for Disney they are like chopped up in eras like the golden era, the silver era, the dark era, the renaissance um, the Disney Renaissance would be from the Little Mermaid until I uh, like Treasure Planet. That's the Renaissance one. like
1: the, what's the Silver era? I know I've heard of the Golden era. What's the Silver era?
0: Um, maybe Bambi or some shit like that. no, no, that would that would have been the hold on, let Golden me see. era Disney Eras. Let's see. seven eras of Disney. So the golden era was from 37 to 42. Snow White. Why is there music? Who puts... Can you hear this? Can Mm -hmm. you hear any music? Who puts music on fucking websites? It's 2022. (laughs) Let me... It's just coming through my fucking microphone. God damn it. Hold (laughs) on. Let me... It's coming through my headphones. I gotta go to another site. Okay. Um. Okay, so golden era... Um, Snow White to Bambi so Snow White, um, Pinocchio Fantasia, Dumbo, Bambi then you got the wartime era which they didn't really come out with whole movies but like the three Cabrieros I didn't see it until like the pandemic with Samantha like we were just like oh yeah let's watch a Disney movie it is mm-hmm. not what you think it is and it is really fucking good oh okay Um, but also that includes Uh Ichabod and Mr. Toad you know, when they did the Headless Horseman?
1: Yeah. All right, this,
0: crane. yeah. all right, The Silver Era is um, 1950 to 1967. It includes... These are all fucking bangers, too. Cinderella, Alice in Wonderland, Peter Pan, Letty and the Tramp, Sleeping Beauty, 101 Dalmatians, The Sword and the Stone, and The Jungle Book. Mm. And so, then you've got the Bronze Era. Ah, oh, this shit's slapping, too. Hold up. Oh. Oh, I see. So the bronze era is also the dark the dark ages. Um, because you got um so this is when Walt Disney was dead. Oh, that's why I call it the Dark Ages? Yeah, because it's like not necessarily saying these movies were bad, but the company itself was in a very bad place. Cause it's mm. like one of those okay. situations where you know, you have like the founder of the company, and like his vision is like he's one of the, he's hand, he was hands on, right? And so it's like he's not there anymore, and people are trying to run the company like they think he would run it. And okay, when you think somebody's gonna run a company a certain way, you just do what the last thing they were doing. But mm-hmm. you know, while Disney was a fucking innovator, like he's like, all right, we're following trends. We can't do that shit no more. So we on to the next shit but these other motherfuckers right. like let's just keep doing this old shit. Mm. And so um there was like a point where they were like thinking about uh discontinuing the um the animated portion of Disney. And also this is a this is a time when Disney was making like really shitty live action movies too. Like mm-hmm. really shitty. And so Don Bluth at the time was the head um animator of Disney. And there was a lot of like bumping heads and like them not letting him do certain things and so he took like almost all of the animators and started his own company and so like on one hand like i get it but on the other hand i'm like that's a bitch move sir right (laughs) (laughs) and so the first movie that they came out with was the secret of NIM. and so i saw it for the first time um during my time off uh off the podcast and i thought it was okay like it felt like if it's one of those situations where if I saw this as a kid I would have such feelings about it you know but Mm -hmm. as an adult it felt a little bit uneven like it's based off a book so like you picked up some story threads from the book but we but you touched on them but you didn't really go into them as much as me someone that is actually paying attention to the story should have you know that you should have gone into it but the animation is fucking beautiful Yeah, I saw it. Like, they came out in 92. Yeah. No, the 80s. 82? Secret. Maybe that was it. Maybe that was it. Yeah. Sorry. 82.
1: Yeah. 82. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, Uh so yeah, I'm not gonna say I recommend it. Well, yeah, I recommend it. It's 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 interesting. (laughs) It's interesting.
1: (laughs) I don't say no, I take that back. Yeah, Yeah, I do recommend it. Just watch that shit.
0: Just watch it. Uh the next thing is Joe versus the volcano. I've never I don't believe I've heard of this movie, but I was listening to another podcast and they brought it up. Um as far as Tom Hanks and um America's sweetheart at the time, Meg Ryan. Um Meg Ryan plays three different characters in this movie. And the second character she plays. Have, have, you heard, have you heard of this movie?
1: No, but I'm saying it we use like she plays three different characters. First thing about I thought of Bloody Professor. I was like, Meg's the <laughs> different costumes like this.
0: <laughs> so like she's got like different hair colors. But like the oh, second okay. character she plays, like everything that fucking woman said was it had me cracking the fuck up. It's like. <laughs> You know, you know Meg Ryan from like romantic comedies, but not comedy comedies. And like, she's Mm -hmm. really fucking funny. (laughs) Like, she was like my that second character she plays my favorite fucking character of the movie. But the movie's basically um, similar to a severance situation, like not not that serious, similar. But like Tom Hanks works for like a really shitty company, and he gets a diagnosis of like a terminal diagnosis, and so he quits Mm -hmm. in like the most ridiculous way. And um, this rich guy comes to him, and he's like, "Hey, so I heard you only have a couple months to live. How about we make a deal? I'm going to give you some money, and you live it up like a rich person for a couple of weeks. But at the end of those couple of weeks, you have to go to this remote island and sacrifice yourself to this volcano to make the indigenous people happy." And so he agrees to do that, and it's. It's like it came out like, like 1990 or something like that. It's a really weird movie, but I'd recommend it specifically for Meg Ryan. Like, yeah, I don't, I'm sure there are, but I can't off the top of my head, cannot think of a bad Tom Hanks movie that I've seen. And Tom Hanks is going to come in there and do his fucking job. He's fun. And like, this is 90, early 90s Tom Hanks where he's slender and, you know, just, just having fun, you know? He's mm-hmm. not he's not our uncle yet. Well, he's our he he'll always be our uncle. But you know, this is like when he was our cool uncle and shit. You know, back right. when you know he was he's getting into some shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the last thing that we don't share right now is um bodies, bodies, bodies. Have you heard of this? It's got um, who's that dude that's fucking half of Hollywood right now? He just broke up with Kim Kardashian. Oh, um. Pete. david david yeah. yeah he's probably the biggest name in this movie and it's basically a gen z it's been labeled as like a horror comedy but it's not a horror movie it's like a, a slasher thriller and it's it's got some funny parts in it and it's got like some really funny jokes about like you know being a podcaster like i, I saw the movie with a, a with a fellow podcaster and like we mm-hmm. was like i connect to everything that this character is saying yes that is accurate (laughs) and Uh, what is this on uh i went it's in a theater right now Oh, okay but it's pretty good i recommend it it's just like uh, the person i saw it with didn't really like it but like when you find out like who the killer is i thought that was hilarious can you give me a synopsis of it like what's the oh okay i'm sorry so yeah it's like a long weekend like um some friends are you know, like going to a house and like they're just gonna have a long weekend drinks and have some fun but like there's like little tensions in the various pockets of the friend group like this mm-hmm. one the the like the people that we're we're introduced to uh it's a it's a lesbian couple and the one girl she goes to hang out with her friends but like she's clean now but all her friends are like Not saying they're addicts, but they, like, socially do drugs. And so, Mm -hmm. like, this probably isn't really a a scenario that she should have inserted herself in the beginning. And then, like, she brings her girlfriend along, but she didn't tell anybody she was bringing her. And so it's just, like, awkward. And so, like, to kind of, like, also somebody else brings, like, a tender date. And, like, these are all women, like, in their early 20s. And it's, like, a dude that he's, like, 45 you know trying to be (laughs) (laughs) uh so they they ended up playing this game called bodies 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 which is like oh we're gonna pretend like there's like a a, somebody's a slasher like you everybody gets a piece of paper and if your piece of paper has like an x on it you're the killer but Mm -hmm. then like somebody they find our actual dead body and then things just get kind of crazier from there
1: okay okay
0: all right, so that's all the stuff I've seen, independent of you.
1: So one thing I was able, to, I was able to watch is uh, "Spin Me Around." I know Chad, you showed me uh, the trailer. Mm-hmm. You know, one of our two favorite women's on there, Allison Brie, Aubrey Plaza.
0: One so of our both syn- of them.
1: I mean, I'm going to say both of them. Yes. Yeah. So quick synopsis: It's um, Allison Brie is a manager at a um, an Olive Garden type of place. Okay. okay. So. And she wins this thing for all managers to go to Italy and uh, stuff happens. Now, it's Alison Brie, Aubrey Plaza, all the cast. It's not their fault. They acted their ass off. They did perfectly. It's the plot of this the is. Script. Yeah, the script of it, it's, it doesn't make, it doesn't make sense. It's kind of like they were making it, making it up on the fly. like i i I don't want to because i want you to watch it even though like i'm shitting on it right now but i still want you to watch it though
0: okay um oh debbie ryan is in this it says she plays Susie.
1: yes um so like all the actors and actresses did their parts but it's kind of like as you're like okay so i don't want to say this so like you know things happen a girl goes missing so you think it's gonna go this way right and you're trying to figure out who is a bad person who's a villain in this but then it doesn't go that route it goes like a totally different route but like not in a good way if that makes sense okay so like I'm 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 leaving it vague because I do want you and everybody else to watch it because maybe it's just me but uh also Lil rails in it so that helps out but he's only have a smart part in there But I just, I didn't, I thought the plot would draw it down, not the actors and actresses. Okay. But would I say go see it? Yes, because I want to see if I'm wrong or not. Maybe it's just me.
0: All right. I promise you I will watch it this week and we'll talk about it next episode. Right.
1: And also let's go back to apparently our favorite platform, (laughs) Apple
0: TV Plus. (laughs) Now, (laughs) I'm uh, very surprised that this is on the outline. And why is that? Well, say what it is first.
1: It's called luck. Oh. It's a it's an animated cartoon mm-hmm. and it's about a girl who down on the luck side. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and things happen where uh, she tries to get good luck. And she gets into she goes into this magical world where they create luck. And she's um, oh, let me back up. So the girl was in a orphanage, um, and she got uh, what they call it um, aged out. Okay. But she was friend. She's friends with another girl in there, and then she was able to find a lucky four leaf clo. No, no, not like a four clover. A lucky penny. There we go. A lucky penny, and she had amazing luck because she already has bad luck. But then she lost the penny. She was gonna give it to her friend that's in the orphanage so that she can get adopted and she won't have to age out like she does, and then jinks! sure when she tries to when she goes to the magic world to get more good luck. so why you think it was a shock for me to watch that
0: well okay i'm not gonna say it's a shock that you watched it because you didn't know but i'm personally boycotting this movie because um you remember a few weeks or a few months ago when we talked about john Lasseter? he was the head of pixar Vaguely, he had a very uh, uncomfortable work environment for the women where he'd like forced them to give him hugs and he'd be rubbing on them and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, him.
1: okay. I remember that. So yeah.
0: Disney fired him and then mm-hmm. he was immediately picked up and he works for this studio. So he mm-hmm. was like fired for that misconduct and they immediately basically put him in the same position, like top tier motherfucker at this other So you company. just
1: reassigned them to a, to a different company. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I no, just saw no, it on no, Apple no, TV I and I was yeah, like yeah. You know, I'm all good to boycott something. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like mm. but yeah, you should you should go watch
0: this. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wait, I'm, I am sorry. <laughs> did you like did you, li- you liked it? You liked it?
1: it? It's a cool kid like like if you were sitting there by yourself, no, but like if your daughter, or your kids or something like that, like my son enjoyed it. It's, it's, it's in okay. A, it's an amusement. Yeah, way. it was No.
0: Okay, then it's a lower chance that my Wait, daughter Wait, do watch they it. sing in this? Nah,
1: there was no singing in that. Cause I would have, I would have mentioned they were singing in it.
0: <laughs> They're making <laughs> me listen to these goddamn songs, Chad. Right. All right, unless unless it's been
1: like, um, we don't talk about Bruno. I don't really care for that kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, but um, also, <laughs> let's go to uh, Netflix now. <laughs> Day Shift with JB Fox. Have you seen it?
0: I only saw the trailer. So it came out Friday. And um Rachel and I were hitting that road the, the road that weekend. So okay, I didn't get yeah. a chance to watch it. I had I talked to a friend and I was like, oh yeah, we're about to invite you for another Netflix vampire movie. And she was like, Um, do do we have to? Because <laughs> you remember her first episode was that vampire movie. Right, yeah. So
1: it's a uh, stars Jamie Foxx, uh, Dave Franco, and a surprising Snoop Dogg in it. Uh they are, or let me give you the plot. So Jamie Foxx character, Bud is, uh, him and his wife is divorced, played by Fine. Fine. Forget the plot. You need make, to just watch make, it for make, how make, good Megan making, good. Making good, mm-hmm. good looks at this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they, they got a divorce. They have a, they have a daughter and everything, and She's dating another guy and she's thinking about moving or whatever, right there, because he's never there. The support, blah, blah, blah. So apparently, they have a vampire hunting union type of thing where, you know, they get money after so many kills and stuff, but he's been um not blackballed, but kicked out the union type of thing. So he's like uh, freelancing vampire stuff, or whatever, right? Okay. To get money. So then, in order for him to uh, get them so to stay, he it, needs it, to get this whole.
0: In this world, do you pay people to kill vampires? Like, how how does freelancing work?
1: He cut no, he, not freelancing. He kind of just does it on his own. There we go. What money he does is it he on, like Because you get their teeth. Okay. Their teeth is what's valuable. So well, you get their fangs, uh-huh. and you go to like normally the union will pay for that kind of stuff. Like, oh, you got X amount of teeth from like. An old, a middle, a young one, and they pay X amount of dollars per the teeth. How, to, how good the teeth are, but like since he's on his own, he's doing the solo stuff. He has to take this uh, the teeth to like a pawn shop type of person, and he's like paying underneath the table things.
0: What what are they doing with the teeth?
1: I don't I don't remember. Oh, mm, I don't remember now <laughs> what they're doing with the teeth. Okay, saving them. What I don't remember. I don't so- remember what they're doing with it.
0: It's also is this a world when you kill a vampire? Do like, do they like burst into flames or get dusted, or are they or is it just like a corpse when you kill a vampire when you stake a vampire? Um, disappear. Okay, so Can you guys take the you no, you could
1: take... you you could no, it's a corpse. I take that back. It's a corpse because they cut their head because once they kill them, then he cuts their head off. Then he takes the um,
0: uh, okay,
1: the the fangs. Okay, so um. Yeah, plus like part of Union, so like, you know, they have, a, it's like a company, it's like a Monsters, Inc. type of thing, you know, where that one scene where he gets the uh, sock on him, and it's like code, whatever, whatever, and they have different protocols, it's like that. So then uh, Dave Franco's character, he's like the uh, the nerdy, uh, what I'm looking for, not a accountant type of person, but like a book person for the organization. Things happen, so now he gets. He has to go on the road with uh, Jamie Foxx character because this is one last chance to uh, the union people are getting one last chance to do this. Okay. So uh, comedy action kicking a lot of ass in there. uh and then of course the big surprise cameo is Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg kicking ass in this. He he's doing kicks and stuff. He has his big ass machine gun. He's uh, he he carries his uh blue rag with him he wear a cowboy hat is it's he in,
0: is he just like in one scene
1: no no and that's another thing he's in like three maybe four scenes i think okay okay i mean he's not majority in it like Jimmy yeah, fox yeah. is, but he is sporadically in there okay yeah.
0: okay
1: uh so i know who was it uh who told us about it before uh i did Oh, you did? Okay. Well, on Palm that Springs. Epis-
0: on that episode with Rachel, we I was like, this is a really good, like, day repeating movie.
1: Yeah. Now you undersold how good this movie was.
0: So first off. Oh, wait, hold on. What? Or oh, no, go ahead. So you texted me that you you were watching it or you finished it. And I was like, I'm gonna say this for the show. So like two or three days ago, Rachel texted me. She's like, Oh yeah, I finally finished um Palm Springs. And I was like, okay, said that in the group chat to make Matt watch it
1: oh (laughs) yeah (laughs) so then i was like i was like all right let me finally watch it and you undersold it so now let me give them the plot first before i go i dive into it so basically no i don't want to do that i take that back because that's going to ruin what i want to say so basically it's one of the groundhog day movies but the reason why i think this is done so much better is because it wasn't okay so it stars andy sandberg and
0: Kristen Miliani. Yes. And also so, JK Simmons.
1: Yeah. So, but the thing is the when it starts off, Adam Sandberg, Andy Sandberg's character has already been in the Groundhog Day cycle. So he's already like normally when they do Groundhog Day thing, you know, the character starts off with it and we go through it day by day. But one thing I really loved about this is about how he's already been doing this for days, months, years earlier. So he's already established. I really love that part about it, really? and uh, and the comedy in this shit is fucking hilarious. I laughed. There was parts where I had to rewind it because <laughs> I thought it was like, what did he say? I, th- I I loved it. I like me and the wife watched this and we laughed at so many parts of this, like where she uh she meets him and it, okay, spoiler, she gets trapped into the Groundhog Day thing too. Right. So. As they're talking or whatever, she's like asking him, "How did he do it?" Like he's like, "Hey, uh, cause oh, sorry. Now nah, let me get with the plot. So they're at a wedding. They're at um, his girlfriend is part of the bridesmaid crew of the wedding, and uh, Kristen's sister is the one who's getting married. Yeah. So the Groundhog Day is on the day of the wedding. Okay, that's the setting of this. So like when she was talking about like it's a wedding, have you who'd you have sex with and stuff like that." And uh, she, he was like, yeah, he uh, had sex with this person. He had sex with this person, and then she was like, did you try to have sex with the bride? And he's like, I tried. And he comes up to him as they're dancing. The husband and wife is dancing, and she's like, uh, he's like, can I cut in? And the husband's like, this is the first dance. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, uh, this is. I highly recommend this. I look like this is a movie where. I could turn it on right now and yeah. I will laugh again at it. Like yeah. I love this movie so much. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: And then like, so I did my investigations on it. I'm disappointed at why I didn't it make the money did? It was a five million dollar budget, but only made 1.5. This movie is hilarious.
0: Yeah, it, it didn't get a theatrical run. Oh. It came Maybe out during I mean. the so it you know, it was an independent movie and uh Hulu bought it to put on the the app, as we talked earlier, this shit doesn't make money, but mm-hmm. the the one point, whatever the fuck, is because that's how much Hulu gave them. But also, um, it came out like in 2020 during the pandemic, right? I don't, well, yeah. I don't know how. I'm really curious. Would it have found an audience if they released it in the theater?
1: I, I don't, I don't think so. I don't. Yeah. To me, this is like a
0: this is something you, you rec- watch at home.
1: Right, this is like a directed DVD type of thing where it becomes a cult classic type of thing or something like that. Or like, But this movie is fucking hilarious. Uh, yeah, so yeah. if you got it, if you got Hulu and you got to do it, I'm telling you, honestly, really, pause this, go watch it. That's how good it is. Yeah, it's, I, it's really honestly, good. I might, once we get done with this, I might watch it myself. That's how good it is. I highly
0: recommend that. Now, have you seen Happy Death Day? I can't remember what the question was that I wrote on that episode. But I feel uh, like no, w- I haven't was, seen it. Was that one of the questions? It was like oh, I don't
1: know. The about the ones that are, do recycle days? Yeah. Yeah, that's one one of them. Cause I I went through after this, I went through all the ones that do uh the yeah, Groundhog yeah. thing, and that was on there.
0: It's the first one's really good. I don't really care for the second one.
1: Okay. So another one I watched was uh pray. I let you start off.
0: All right, so yeah, I saw it too. Um, so basically, this is the fifth Predator movie, and this is set during the eighteen hundreds. Um, and it follows a Native American young woman, and there's a predator out there, like the alien predator, and she has to like have a face off with it. Um, uh, it's on Hulu, and there's two versions. There's one in English, where they're speaking English, and then there's one where there's a dub of them speaking K- Kamachi, the you know the Native American language that would be accurate to that time period. And I've, oh, I've seen, I didn't
1: know that. I would watch that version.
0: I've seen both versions. Um, I, I I've seen this movie twice. It is really good. I will say predators are bitches. I will say that. Because I get you being invisible when you're stalking and you know you're trying to like study your prey, but like you killing shit invisible. Like when he killed that bear, he was invisible. You're not really giving <laughs> your prey a, a, a an attempt to fight. I thought the See? the the predators were honorable.
1: Well, I've never seen any predator movie, right? So I this is my
0: first time. Watch the third predator movie.
1: So when I was explaining to people at work, right, I was like, that's the same thing I said. I was like, the Predator on some whole shit. I was like, you already better than them and all this other stuff, and you doing this sneaky shit. I was like, I get it. You ain't trying to, like, lose or whatever. You ain't, I didn't expect you to make it a fair fight. Well, come on, man. You got all this stuff. They out here with bows and arrows and axes and stuff like that. I mm-hmm. was like, you want some whole shit there.
0: Yeah, I can't I've seen all of them except like the fourth one. But I can't remember in the first one if they was on if the predator was on that shit too. But mm-hmm. uh, I recommend the third one because they kidnap some humans and they dump them and bring them to the predator world. Mm-hmm. It's really okay. good. And the cast is like super fucking surprising where you're like, oh, you're you're famous now. But you weren't there. You weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> also, I want to give
1: a shout out to mm. Amber Mid Thunder. Yes, she was acting her ass off in yes,
0: this. Yes, the fuck she was. Like, look out for her. Look out for her.
1: Yeah, yeah. I never knew of her. She's definitely on my radar now. So I'll be looking for whatever stuff she's uh, into in the future.
0: Yes. All right, so the very last thing we both saw, and we're not doing a this week's review, we're just running it down. So this movie actually technically doesn't exist, or it exists, but um, just like earlier when we were talking about Warner Brothers like canceling stuff, like if basically we watched Popeye, we watched the unreleased Popeye movie that uh Jenny Den- I think is that how you say his name the guy that made samurai jack
1: right i i saw it and i didn't i'm glad you tried to pronounce it because i
0: know i couldn't he's a russian gentleman but on this movie like a couple years ago they released like a uh an animated like clip uh which actually wasn't in this version which i found interesting um of the movie and then like a few months later they canceled it uh, Sony canceled it. And so somebody leaked it and we watched it. Um it's not an, it, it's animated. It's not colored. It's um, but it's animated. And it has a voiceover work and it's got um the guy that does SpongeBob, he plays Popeye. Um it's I, I liked it. I liked it. I liked it for what it was. Like I went in accepting that, you know, if this movie actually came out, it 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 would have not been this exactly. Like there's parts where they kind of start sinking, but they kind of don't because uh, you could tell like they weren't sure if this was gonna be a musical. Mm -hmm. Yes, and um, I don't know. There's some story beats where I'm like, I don't know if they actually would have went through with that, like when Popeye was cross dressing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it was it was was solid for what it was.
1: I I agree. Um, I've I've always loved Popeye. Uh. As a character, uh, and yeah, I took it for what it's worth. I know things are missing, stuff. Some stuff was gonna be cut, some stuff was gonna be added. Uh, but one thing that really intrigued me the most was
0: his ship. Oh yeah, <laughs> he he with, made with he legs. made a ship,
1: <laughs> right? And also, like one thing I did like about it, I liked them skipping ahead with the fish and the seagull talking about it, where he's like, "Oh, he built this ship." It took so long, he's an adult now. <laughs> and they, like, skip <laughs> forward. <laughs> so I like little stuff like that. I know maybe that would have changed for the movie, but yeah. I like little stuff for this. I like how the ship had legs. It could do different stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like overall, like I would have, yeah, definitely if this would have been made, I definitely would have checked for it. I would, I definitely would have wanted to go see this one.
0: Yeah. Um, I was, like, my only l- disappointment is that, you know, Popeye is known as a sailor. Like, uh, oh, wow. like, not well. He was a sailor in the movie because he he had a boat. He he sailed the seas like a navy man, right? And so, like, like I the was sea like, man. And so I was like, huh? They're not gonna incorporate that element, but you know, it was not like this was the final version of the movie, right? Yeah. But and um, the only thing is that uh, no, I was I'm gonna sorry.
1: say was that uh when he was uh eating the spit like when the spinach thing like throughout the time were like. He was like getting his ass whooped and stuff I was like where's the spinach at And then like at one point he got the spinach And then I'm like okay And then it looked like the movie was over But then the hag came back And then I was like ah so that was gonna be Like a one time thing of him Getting the spinach and then he came back And got the spinach and one thing I didn't like But I know this is not the final one I don't like how they did not use the Theme music you know when he Eats the spinach in the cartoon Yeah, right, right, right. Where it does that and they didn't have that in there. I was like, uh, I don't like that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I found like so there's an element where um Popeye has the fight of Sea Witch. And I was like, that fight felt super underwhelming, but then she came back, and I was like, they I feel like in the final version they still would have like pumped that up a little bit more to right. make you feel like, all right, this is this is the end of the movie.
1: Right. Because it did seem kind of anticlimactic to yes. where and also one thing is. Her um, minions on here, it kind of looks like a robot mixed with something. What do you think uh, they are? I thought
0: they were like birds or something. Oh, oh, oh that. Yeah. They that, did look very robotic. Yeah. You're right.
1: Yeah. Like it just had a, like a big body and I'm like, I don't, I, don't, I know there's probably just like a placeholder for what it yeah. was going to be. Yeah. So I'm like, as a sea hag to have something like that, that didn't really go together. So I was trying to think what would her minions actually be?
0: Mm-hmm. So if this movie actually would have came out, who do you think the celebrity voices would have been? Like, let's just go one by one. Who do you who do you cast as Popeye?
1: This I spit too then, much don't, time. Don't,
0: don't say, don't say Chris, Chris Chris Don't say Chris Pratt.
1: No, 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 no. 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 Like I spent too much time thinking about this. And I went down, like I've looked things up, like voice actors. This <laughs> who's done who's done it before? Like I look Google, who does a good Popeye accent? Like I went down this whole road to do this. Now, of course let's go with the two obvious one is Dave Coolier from Full House.
0: Oh, He does
1: a great pop voice. But he then, of does. course, you know...
0: If this came out in the 90s, sure.
1: And then, of course, I thought about Sonic to where they oh. could have used Jalil White to do Sonic, but they're doing, a, they're doing a newer version, so that's why they picked the person. So then I thought about uh, Jim Carrey. I've thought about Steve Carell. Hmm. And then when I was looking up Popeye stuff, then I thought about John Krasinski. Cause one episode of Office, he wore Popeye and he did an okay voice. Interesting.
0: Okay, that's interesting. So what I went with was Who's Young and Hot Right now. And mm-hmm. so um, you know, Zach and Cody from mm-hmm. Sweet Life, whichever one is on Riverdale, him. You know, because it's They're like right here. because like they don't really give a shit about like if you're gonna do the Popeye accent or not. They just want they just want a voice in in the in on the chair in the chair. They want to they want a name on a poster,
1: right? Okay, right. I was ba- I was trying to think of somebody who could do the voice, but no, you're right because they're just looking for somebody. Oh, he's a star now. He's doing mm-hmm. the voice type of thing. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. All right. Who's your olive oil? Alison Bree. <laughs> <laughs> now my thing with that one is like, can she sing? That no nah, that that was me that was that's how I approached it. Oh,
1: oh, oh, okay.
0: Why did uh? So why did you pick Allison Brie? <laughs> because and, and besides <laughs> besides us being in love with her,
1: because I watched Spin Me Around <laughs> right before I watched this, so then I was like, who does that voice? Who could do this voice? Who could do Olive? And I was like, oh, Allison Brie. <laughs> so like that's the only reason because that's what was <laughs> on top of my mind. Because I thought about other people, um. Uh, but like she just kept staying on top of my mind that she could mm-hmm. do it. So I was thinking of like Alison Bree on the sweet, innocent, community type of thing character oh, okay. where she could do it. Yeah. Okay.
0: So initially I was thinking of um Haley Stanfield. <laughs> because she's a she can sing and all that stuff. But then I was like really thinking about it and I was like, I changed that. Selena Gomez. Because like um, uh, yeah, we've t- I don't think we talked about this on mic, but Selena Gomez's voice is different now versus when she was on that Disney show and it's because um I think she has lupus or something like that, uh, like a serious medical condition which changed yeah. her
1: voice. Yeah, you told me uh when I when I was asking you about uh
0: murders in the building,
1: mhm. And I was like uh, I was like she had her voice is kind of raspy. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. And so that is why I pick her as Olive Oil. Okay. And then, you know, I... Batista as uh Bluto. That's that's what I threw out there.
1: <laughs> you know what? I picked Carl Urban. You know who that is?
0: Oh, yeah. Bookcher, that's a good Butcher from, yes. from the Boys. That's a good pick. That's a good pick.
1: And uh, the last person I wrote down, I don't have a character for him. But of course, put Ron Funches in this
0: movie. (laughs) Uh, All the animal characters. (laughs) Right. I
1: thought about it, like, because the fish that kept, like, for each chapter or whatever, or the seagull, Mm -hmm. I was like, put Ron Funches in this. I need more of him.
0: Now, I would have liked, like, for the dad, that's where you could throw in the Dave Coulier.
1: Oh, yeah, you're right to have the original, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not saying like you should cast him too, but like I was thinking, like when you mentioned him, I was like, oh yeah, he Popeye's dad was in this movie,
1: right? Right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: But yeah, also like so this leak came out like three or four years after they canceled the Sony version. And I was just thinking like <sighs> maybe one day we'll see Batgirl. I believe that because I think
1: with time and. Also, it's um what's the word I'm gonna go for? Uh
0: fanfare or mm-hmm. whatever when they say I mean, like people le- still want it. Legally, Warner Brothers cannot release Batgirl because they wrote it off as a loss, The in the way in which they they wrote it off. So it has to come out as a leak this can not be like a Snyder Cut situation.
1: Uh okay. Well then you know, leak it leak it to the people, man. You Warner Brothers, you got your write-off. Leak it to the people. People who care to watch it, they'll get their wish, and everybody moves on. Yeah. But with something like this, though, with the leak, um, uh, what are the not ramifications? That's not right. Could somebody see this and be like, ah? Oh. If they hear chatter about, oh, people want this, and be like, oh, okay, I'm about to do a pop pie thing.
0: Well, that's and the do thing. not
1: and, and and do something not. Blake ripoff of the storyline was
0: something very similar similar to Popeye or similar to what we saw
1: similar to Popeye and what we saw well I mean not like the whole thing of a sea hag and him building the boat but something we're like oh okay well instead of (laughs) me doing a Popeye when he's full grown let me do a Popeye uh when he's um a baby or something like that
0: so, you know, rights holdings, right? So, like, currently Sony owns the rights to Sony. Sony. Sony owns the rights to Popeye. So, Sony is the only company that can legally release a Popeye Popeye movie. So, you can have, like, uh, Matt the Sailor Man come out, but who's going to watch that? I don't
1: even know if I would watch this. Because <laughs> <laughs> that story wouldn't be a PG story that he definitely uh, would not nah uh yeah you're right but nah they should do some Popeye um uh, uh the little clip they showed of him or the the animated um,
0: clip like the fully yeah. colored clip
1: right right yeah I like that so and I'm always a fan of Popeye so I was uh, really Sony... surprised it wasn't in this right so Sony do your thing and if y'all gotta do another one do another one then
0: I don't know. Like, I really am curious about what that general, like, I saw one, I saw two video YouTube reviews of it. And obviously, you can't show any clips from it or your video will be removed. Just like, you know, this Sony is doing their very best to scrub this from the internet. Mm -hmm. But like, I wonder what the general feedback is on the movie to where they could be like, okay, let's, let's restart the Popeye train. And then, three years when we're done with this movie, Hopefully that that buzz is still there because like that's the thing too like it's an animated movie so it's gonna take a while for it to be done, right? Right. So like so I mean still gonna be feeling it.
1: So um, uh, how much time was not wasted? That's not the right word. How much time was it from the time that they released the first Sonic, quote unquote, ugly Sonic, to where they got the fanfare and then they changed it and they got the new one? Do you remember how long that was?
0: It was a maybe four or five months, but you gotta remember, oh, like that's a right. that hybrid that of live action, though. Make sure, right? So right, all right. they had to animate was Sonic and like CGI versus, but they still had all the human stuff, right? right. Which doesn't do take that long uh, to do,
1: right? Do you think they could do a? Would you be here for a live action Popeye?
0: What part is animated? Well, oh, live action, live action, um. So are you aware of the Robin Williams one? Of course. Of course. I don't know if I, I don't know. I guess certain things I don't want to see in live action. I'm not saying Popeye specifically, but like, just like him doing all these ridiculous things high on spinach. Like, I don't know if that's going (laughs) to look right. (laughs) I don't know if that's going to look right in live action, you know? No, you you're right
1: because and also like his arms or whatever. Yeah, to get it get it correct. It's gonna be looking weird. Yeah, so maybe it's better to stick to CGI and animation.
0: Right. Um. But yeah, so like we said, this is a bit of a different one. We went a really long time. Uh, we we don't have the energy for this every week, which is why we have to bring guests in, but we haven't really talked talked in a couple of weeks. So,
1: yes. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much for listening. Please rate, like, and review our podcast on your platform of choice. If you have any feedback, please email us at weusetotalkpot at gmail.com. Like our Facebook page, we used to talk about this at work, and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at we used to talk pod. Come back next week when we review vengeance
1: and like always i don't know if this was a good episode i don't know if it was a bad episode but whatever you think about it talk about it at work thank you for listening